The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. By the way, I have not discussed this on the air. You, you need to see the pre-show video today, as someone noted. Three years ago, whenever uh, COVID first hit, we never knew. Like, we all we had these crazy conversations. Would we shake hands again? Would life ever get back to normal? As one person noted, we back, baby. Um, Waddle, Waddle was, uh, it, it, as we were doing all that pre-production work, Waddle was sticking his finger, Thayer will like this, Waddle was sticking his finger up his nose. Sometimes you got a booger that's got to come out. Yeah, of course. Or you get an itch. Right. Sometimes I get an itch inside one of my nasal cavities. And I'm a big uh, nose picker. Um, there's, there's probably... you, know, you can pick your friends and you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your friend's nose. That's right. That's a good point. No matter how back we are, you can never you put pick your, your friend's nose. Put your finger up my nose and it's going down. And then, like, there's a really good feeling. It's very therapeutic that when you get it out and you get it all out cleanly, it's a good feeling. Waddle did not do that. No, I, well, I, I, yeah. He had a hangnail and then he, and then he cut the inside of his nose. I did. And then his nose started bleeding and then not only did it start bleeding and there was blood on his finger, then he started doing art with the blood on the inside of his nose. He took a blank sheet of paper. Like an artist would. And like Jackson Pollock like spin would. Art and, 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 and then he, he... Farmer blow. He did a farmer blow where the blood splattered all over the white piece of paper. I tried to sell the art to the marketing department. They didn't want it. They didn't want it? Nope. Where is that piece of paper now? I folded it up and threw it out. Oh, you threw it out? Yeah. Well, Thayer, would you want that to, to hang up in in the uh, broadcast booth, perhaps? Uh, no, that's pretty gross. That's pretty gross. As long, I mean, as long as you don't eat your boogers in public, you know, that's something that you need to do in private. You know what? I, in, even in private, it's not okay. Why would you eat your boogers if you were picking your nose? I'm, I'm going to wipe them maybe on Sylvie's backpack oh, just for you know you what some giggles. Don't you dare! I would do that, but I'm not going to eat my own boogers. I think I, aren't you at like four or five years old? Aren't you supposed to? I hope my mom slapped <laughs> the crap out of me if I tried that yes, when I was four. Yeah, never, never. Yeah. Okay, you didn't think today's conversation <laughs> was going to open up this way, did you, Tom? But you know what? I I thought during the pandemic, I thought um, family style nachos would never come back. Oh, they're back! Oh yeah, they're back and bigger than ever. Yes, (laughs) family style nachos. (laughs) I love that. That's hilarious. That is awesome. So, uh, so what what are you thinking for Sunday? Um, you know, I think if you don't let the players that are good do what they do well, I think you're going to give yourself a chance, and that means okay if. Justin Herbert wants to be unhassled in the pocket and identify receivers like Keenan Allen that are 6'2 and above um, against coverage that's favorable, then you're going to have a tough time. If you want to get Austin Eckler out in space, because um, he's, a, he's a positive runner, he very seldomly retreats. He reads interior run blocking very well, and if he gets out in the exterior with the ball in his hands, he can make plays like Christian McCaffrey. And then on the defensive side of the ball, 
you can't let uh, Khalil Mack have uh, winning rushes. You have to make the day really difficult for him. And um, when we played the Rams out in or the Raiders out in London, and um, they attacked Khalil Mack relentlessly. The very first play of the game, they hit him with the right, the left tackle, the left guard, and the fullback. And in in, I think I counted like 31 of the Raiders' offensive snaps. They hit Khalil Mack with multiple bodies. And he was... He he provided nothing to that defensive performance, but you got Joey Bosa to worry about as well. So to me, it's just not letting the guys do what they do well, do it well. Tom, you watched, I'm sure, a ton of film of this Chargers team. What is wrong with them, and why are the individuals more impressive than the collection of the individuals? You know, I, I I don't think their offensive line is just overwhelmingly good that they can't just count, you know, rely on their running game if Justin Herbert's having a tough day or vice versa. You know, it's um, it's not like a full composed offense that you can go 50-50 or 60-40 and be an efficient in both. You know, Austin Eckler started out the season with a bad ankle and that kind of limited his effectiveness um a little bit um and you know then defensively and brandon staley supposed to be that uh, vic fangio roots type of guy they just haven't played up to those types of standards yeah you know you had a game where khalil had six sacks but last week he had one total tackle Mm -hmm. and they had one sack as a team but they gave up five sacks so i just think that um you know when they're on the road they don't have an advantage of fans traveling to see them. And when they're at home, there's more fans for the opponent than there are for the L.A. Chargers. Mm. And, you know, you just never have that home field advantage that you need in a majority of your games to make the opponent's offense look deficient. Uh, before the uh, before the show started during crosstalk, we were talking a lot about Darnell Wright. He is now uh, he is not designated on the injury report, so he did not practice on Wednesday. He was limited on Thursday. Full participant today, and he is he is a full go. Um, are you impressed with not only his play but the way he has played through an injury here? Yeah, his desire and willingness to go out there and play if he's less than a hundred percent. And the thing about Sylvie that kind of bothers me when players go, "Okay, I'm going to give it, a, I'm going to give it a go," and then they go out there and they play ten snaps and they go to the sideline. They go, you know, I just can't get it done. I can't go. I, I would rather see um, an, a, a player who's going to be on the active game day roster that has the ability to go all four quarters. And so what I saw out of Darnell Wright last week and what I've seen out of him since he's been here, um, I, I think he's got an exciting future. But, God, I don't want him to come up with some ding injury concern every week. You know, it started as a shoulder, and now it's a shoulder and a toe. And um, the last thing I want him to do is kind of be slow-footed or unaggressive with his upper body and have it factor in his play. Tom, how about the quarterback? Uh, what did you see last week from the rookie? Um, you know, social medias, they're in fistfights right now. Everyone either hates Justin or loves Justin or hates Tyson or loves Tyson. What do you make of what you saw from him last week, and what do you think he'll do this week? 
You know, I, I think Luke Getze did a great job. When you uh, you got to have concern about Max Crosby and blitzing against the first-time starting rookie quarterback. And so Luke Getze, you know, he's got the receivers carrying the ball every other play to the exterior of the offensive formation. Now you're making uh, Max Crosby irrelevant, and you're making those defensive tackles run from center field or the hash mark to the sideline. And then they become irrelevant because the receivers always already has um, a positive yards out of that. And I thought that, um, you know, using a screen to Deontay Foreman, using a, a pass to, uh, <coughs> excuse me, Mercedes Lewis, I thought the game plan was super efficient. How about the play mm-hmm. of the young quarterback? Did, did you think that, he played clean and efficient. Do you think that he was just a product of the offense being too conservative? Or how did you feel he no, performed? I, I thought he performed great. Yeah. I, I really did. You know, the thing about it is when you look at that first scramble that he had in the first quarter, that um, so he kind of looks to, through all of his reads, all the reads are covered, and then he re- kind of looks to his right, and then there's man-to-man coverage against the back out of the backfield, and the defender has his back to the line of scrimmage. And he's just kind of following up the field. And then he gets beyond the first down marker and gets out with no contact, no harm, in a first down in the red zone. So, you know, even that screen that he threw threw to Deontay Foreman, that takes time to set up. And you're rolling a little bit to your right, knowing that you're going to throw back to your left. And there wasn't as any hesitancy, but he had great patience to be able to allow his offensive lineman to get down the line of scrimmage laterally and legally to get in position to help it for, a, I think, a 17-yard screen. But um, I, I really that like That is what- stuff, Tom, that you recognize. Do you think the average football fan recognizes that and gives that quarterback enough credit for what what you just described? No, because I, I don't think a lot of people understand the deception and the difficulty of running a really efficient screen because offensive linemen they have to kind of block a defensive lineman and let them think they beat you and then as you let that release them upfield and then you get into a blocking position if you let them go too soon they read it immediately and they're laterally running down the line of scrimmage but I think if you see more evidence of it this week when you have a couple of the dynamic pass rushers that we already talked about. You know, um, I, I think Luke Getzey again deserves credit, but Tyson Bajent, um, you, you know, he he did he threw to the routes according to the protection called. Right. Uh, Tom, uh, uh, you know, like Waddle said, we have had callers say, "Guys, you're you're making too much of this," or. You're overhyping it. We had one caller call in saying that the Bajan story is nauseating. Uh, what is what is it like in the building? Are are the is Bears brass optimistic about him? Are the players happy for him? What is it like inside the building about Tyson Bajan? You know, they're not selling playoff tickets yet. It's <laughs> it's about, you know, kind of seeing how he travels. You have a national exposure, the only game on the docket on a Sunday night. I think it's the perf- perfect atmosphere, though, for him to go to because um, 
like I said, the crowd is going to be very Chicago Bears supportive. And I think if you want to test a rookie quarterback in what is supposed to be a hostile environment, SoFi Stadium is the perfect location outside of Las Vegas because that's when it's a heavily away team supported crowd. And listen, I, I, listen I'm not you know, declaring Tyson Bagent the future of the Chicago Bears, but I'm more... I, I was equally impressed with the game plan that um, Luke put together for Tyson Bajan rather than trying to do unrealistic things with them. It wasn't a series of RPOs or quarterback sweeps or those kind of things. It was get the ball out of your hands quickly, let the receivers do what you're paying them to do, and hopefully this week... You know, one thing about the game is getting Cole Komet more involved. Because if you look at the three teams, the Chiefs, the Vikings, and the Raiders that have good outside pass rushers, Cole Komet was only targeted a maximum of two times in the other ones in zero last week against the Raiders. So I would like to offer him another tight end opportunity, but I think Cole is also going to have to be that chipper against Bosa and Khalil Mack. So what are your expectations in this game? Are you just, like all of us, just interested to see how it all unfolds with this young man? Yeah, but I, I think you still have to have that. You know, they rushed for 173 yards last week. Just imagine if you go to uh, L.A. and you have another solid rushing performance like that in Don, Deontay Foreman and uh, Evans and Roshan Johnson, if he's active, if they're bouncing off of tacklers and getting extra yards, and then now they're in real makeable second and third down scenarios, I expect the same out of the offense. So, um, you know, I'm not declaring it a Bears victory before they go out there, but I, I am interested to see how they play in that atmosphere. You mentioned Roshan, so he's, I think he's got a non-designation as well. He was full go the entire week out of concussion protocol. You're still featuring, though, Deontay Foreman the way he has played lately, correct? Yeah, of course. I, yeah, I mean, it's nothing against Roshan. I love the kid, but it's another, um, I don't want to designate him active if he doesn't tell me after three days of practice and a long flight that mentally he's 100% ready to go because the worst thing to do would be to designate an active sit down maybe Darrington Evans or someone else, and then all of a sudden he gets dinged up by uh, Derwin James early in the game. I heard you on with Cap and Jay Hood this weekend. It was a great discussion about Yurko cheating during games, yeah. lubing up his uniform oh, and yeah. everything. And I'm like, I got to ask Thayer. I think Yurko still lubes up his dress shirts when he goes oh, there's out. There's no doubt. And yeah. not just his dress shirts no, either. No, that's true. Right. Um, <laughs> I, and I'm like, I got to ask Thayer with this Harbaugh stuff going on and knowing that you played with Harbaugh. What you think of what's going on with Michigan? So, what is what is your big takeaway right now? Is this a big deal, or is this much ado about nothing? So, just to rehash an instance and a story. So, when Jim McMahon got traded to San Diego, we were playing them in a preseason game. So, Jim McMahon was not dressed, and he was standing towards the end of the bench while the Bears' offense was on the field. As the Bears' offense was on the field, Mike Tomczak listened to the play, and he signaled across the play with the hand signals to Jim McMahon what the play was. Jim Harbaugh saw it and absolutely flipped out in the locker room to the point where they almost went to blows. And so it's, you know, 
it's, you know, Jim got offended by it when it was against him. But if he's doing it against his opponent, it, you know, all, you know, all uh, fair and love and war, whatever they say, you know. So I don't know, man. Between the incident that he went through with the self-imposed three-game suspension against no nobody teams to now if they're um, if he knew that there was a scout going to scout information, but I still don't know if you can really relay information that quickly into your defense that would make a difference in the defense you're calling or the play they're calling. So I, I, I just don't see it being able to of affect the the game you're playing. I did not realize, maybe just because I'm dumb, I didn't realize that the college game didn't have the same system. Relaying plays in the, without, without the speaker. Yeah. And then I was was uh, Tom, I was I was absolutely baffled to find out that the reason that they haven't been able to do it is because of a liability issue because whoever's wearing the helmet with the transmitter in it that you have to you have to tweak the helmet, which would leave you liable if a player got hurt because there's no players association at the collegiate game. That it's an issue of liability. It's not an issue of money or, or you know in oh, terms really? of being able to afford it. Yes, which is crazy. Like I, I, I find that to be absolutely in today's environment where I think that the playoff, the fourteen playoff, creates like a hundred billion or like a billion dollars worth of revenue. Like that, you can't find a way to come to common ground to even you, just to make this part of the equation. They should have a receiver wear it. Fine, <laughs> they, I'll call the damn play. Right, that's what I'm saying. Let T. Waddle call the play. Now, you know what we're running the whole time. We're running slants to my side every right. single time, <laughs> every, and then you'd be fine with that too because it's not a deep drop. You know, it's three steps no. balls out. I cut the guy in front Absolutely. of me every time. So would you have a hard time with Jim Harbaugh as head coach of your NFL football team? Uh, probably not. You know, I probably mean, are we, are, are we winning? Are they going to the playoffs? Are they challenging for the division championship? Is there maybe a Super Bowl in the, you know, on board? But, you know, it's that's just all, you know, just idle chit-chat. That's what because, we do, Tom. Idle chit chat from two to right. six every day. It's the second name of the show. It's right. Waddle and Sylvie. Idle, idle chit chat. He's making nine million bucks a year. You know, who are is that the going rate now for an NFL head coach? That you know that ten million dollar uh, benchmark. Ones. The good ones. Yeah. Do you think he's a guy, Tom? That that maybe more, even more suited for the NFL than he is at the college level because he's he's had more experience at the college level, obviously. But his four years in, in San Francisco, they went to the NFC title game three of those years. He built a really good staff. Uh, can you differentiate between the two jobs and think that he'd be better at one or the other? Well, when he was with San Francisco, they didn't have the NIL. So now that these guys are making heavy-duty money, sometimes if you have a good program and you have a uh, – you know, a, a school like Michigan with the the type of sponsors that they attract, yeah. it might be easier to get college kids come out of high school and pay them that uh, big money like Deion Sanders' kid. I think he's, what's he making, $4.8 million this year or something? Gosh, good for him. Right. Are they are they cheating? Are they stealing signals in South Bend? Do you know? Can you can you break a story oh. or is that just oh. a Michigan story, Tom? Ooh. I, that's just the Michigan. Just the Michigan story. You don't, go to, you don't okay. go to Louisville and get beat if you're stealing signals. <laughs> <laughs> that is so well said. 
Well done. Great stuff. Uh, We will talk talk to you when you're in L.A. on Sunday night. Look forward to it. There you go. Tom Fair, as always, on the Car X Tire and Auto Hotline. So funny. Yeah, he's uh, he's great. I, I, I do remember that story, but I can differentiate between yeah, between Mike Tomzak sending signals to Jim Harbaugh or to Jim McMahon. That's when Tomzak was on the Bears? Yes. yes. Yeah, doing he was that for the other team? Sabotaging Harbaugh. So, like, what Harbaugh's doing is trying to give his team a, an yes, edge. yes. What Tom Zach was doing, according to the Tom Thayer story, was trying to sabotage his own team to make Tom to make Jim Harbaugh look yeah. bad. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that uh, you know, not good. That's not good. <laughs> That's not good. I do remember that now. That story. You were, were you on the team? Oh, yeah, then? it was yeah. my first year. Oh boy! Dude, I, oh yeah. Listen, what's going like, on here? I'm standing over in the corner, just not talking to anybody. I don't and want any like, part what's of that. Going on here? I don't want any part of that. No part of that at all. Oh, boy. <laughs> Trials and tribulations of being a Bears player or a Bears fan. Uh, should I take any That's other? truly a quarterback controversy there. When one quarterback yeah, is sending they, signals to a previous had employee. That here, though. Yeah. There was always that sort of thing. Uh, Eddie on the north side, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Eddie? Hey, guys. How you doing? We're hey, good, how can we not be excited? I mean, we have a Division II quarterback thing. It's it's a breath of fresh air. I am excited, Eddie. Like all I yeah. can speak for is myself. I'm excited to see what he's going to do on Sunday night. No proclamations, but excited. Of the same thing that's going on for here for years and years. You know what I mean? I was like, Let, let's do this and everything. And it's like way back when when they uh, they picked up whatever. I wanted Fitzpatrick to come in there and just start launching fifty or sixty yard bombs. I know maybe they would get interception. But just a little excitement because Waddle, it's 85, man. I'm getting old and I want to see it happen again. You're a young man. How old are you, Eddie? How old a man are you, Eddie? You got time. 55. 55. I'm I'm around your age, so. Yeah. Close. You're younger than me. You're younger than I am. Well, how old are you now? I'm 56. Be 57 in February. So one year. Yeah. Okay. I don't hey, find it, I don't find it entertaining though for our quarterback to drop back and launch interceptions. I'd prefer that if he's going to drop back and launch it, that our receivers catch it. What are you going yeah, as no, for? No, Hall- I, I don't do want, to, want to talk about this. What are you going as for Halloween? Uh, I have a whole thing. I have a Halloween bo- block party tomorrow, and I just set up the tent in front of the house. Oh yeah, You'll I be have my skeleton set up. You'll be passed out. I have out by my four. one of my old Metallica shirts ripped on top of the skeleton, and I found the uh, electric guitar on one of my jobs, so I wrapped that around his neck, and we're just going to have a great time and chill and have some cocktails, and I made a huge pot of awesome chili. I did one vegan because my daughter, one of my daughters is, you know, in that whole environmental thing, So, but God bless her. She just moved back from Purdue, so... You know, West Lafayette. I thought Aren't I'd those hook separate up with issues being vegan and, and the right? the environmental thing? Aren't those separate concepts or no? I don't know. Uh, she's getting her master's in environmental uh, uh, forestry. Awesome, so, that's but, great. But that doesn't mean that she, she has to be yeah. vegan. Yeah. No, I know she, but who knows? You know how kids are now. Okay? <laughs> it's true. Yeah, you know what I mean. Why didn't we get an invite <laughs> to the whatever. party, Eddie? When is the what? party? By the way, when is the party? It's, it's tomorrow. Hey, Waddle, you're more than welcome. Hey, I'll give you the guys my number. Stop okay. by. Yeah, you. We have a couple of cocktails, and I have a couple of cards I want you to sign for me because, Waddle, I, I love you guys' position. 
I put you in with uh, uh, Julian Edelman, uh, 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 Waddle, uh, uh, Wes Welker, yes. and I forgot the one guy from Dallas. You guys take the brunt of it going Still down do. the middle and getting them awesome catches. So I have all the respect for you guys, and I love you guys. Love you too, Eddie. Have a great uh, ha- Halloween hey, party, great buddy. Have a great ha- Halloween party. I'm not going to a Halloween party this year for the no, first time in a long time. you used to be Mr. Halloween. We used to throw the greatest Halloween party of all time. I was done. I was done uh, after your last Halloween party. I was. That's too. when I knew it. I, I was, I was well, done. You with were dressed it. up in something I had really. A bad it was costume, horrible. and I'm like, this ain't for me anymore. Yeah, it was. If you had a good costume, me. it would have been for you. It, it, you look like not a, for me anymore. What, what were you dressed I'm up? I'm freaked in? out by everyone. I don't know who's what, who. What were you dressed when up? People as? are too dressed up. I'm like, I don't know who that is. Were you like a baby or something? It was just. What was it? It was one of those things where it looks like someone's carrying me. Or Pomp, I forgot. It was and weren't a, you and Ellie like a like a cheerleading? Yeah, Khalil Mack was, and uh, a cheerleader, I think. Okay. We stopped having the holiday party, Halloween party because your costume was so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We I did ruined, it for you. I ruined yes, the Halloween party. Jason, my buddy, said we can't do this anymore. These people are embarrassing themselves with their costume. But do you know what I mean? Where I'm like, I don't know who I'm talking to. Sometimes that's what's fun about uh, it. No, I don't know. I don't like Why? that. I'm freaked out. Hey, how you doing? It's, uh, I, look, I, I it's don't know who that is. Burgundy. They, Ron they, Burgundy. They got makeup. They got so much makeup, and I'm like trying Superman to figure out. Is here. Like, who the hell am I talking? Why to? does it matter? I think the best part because, of it is you don't know who's who. No, I don't like that. I don't like it. Why? I want to know who I'm talking to. Why? What's the difference? Because I'm because freaked why? out. I don't know well, who I'm talking to. You guys want to break down to. the Bears' defense? So, like, what are they, no, what's the like difference? I would like to know who I'm talking to. What's the difference? This is part of the, you, the, the allure of the Halloween party. I don't like the mystery. Do you like normally talking to people who you don't know? You, you Well, you, most of the time we're out and about. That's what we do. Well, I know that, but you introduce yourself normally. But this is under the ruse that you actually do know somebody. I think you can, and, you, and you can just do stuff without worrying about being an ass because you're dressed as Jackie Moon and no one maybe knows who you are. Someone said in the Twitch chat, Aha, Sylvie, when is Khalil Mack? The fun of it was my wife went as Khalil Mack. I went as the cheerleader. That You're, was and, the clever part. And by of the that. way, your costume was the worst. It was the, the worst. Yeah. I, I ruined the Halloween party. You did. That's why I, we, I'll take the we, L. I'm, we I'm haven't here to had take the L. Then <laughs> you know? that was the last year. I, I, I ruined the I Halloween party. I also slipped when I walked out uh, when everybody was done and I was carrying the booze back to the truck. Completely slipped. My feet went out from underneath me. I hit my head on the cement. I got up and had another drink. You've done that a lot. You've done that quite a few times. Got up and had Uh, another beer. Waddle's World is coming up. It's uh, Waddle and Selvie. This is Waddle's World. And in Chicago, Tom Waddle. He can't run, he's not fast, but he gets open. Bears legend. Amazing. Nine career TDs in the NFL. He caught everything that was thrown and took every hit that they could give him. Tom Waddle. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? It's time to find out what's on Tom's mind. Is that why you are here? As we go inside Waddle's World. Waddle's World brought to you by our great friends and partners at Wintrust Community Banks. They are Chicago's banks. And to find your nearest Wintrust Community Bank, visit Wintrust.com slash finest member FDIC. I've got some nonsense I want to get to. But before we do that, a serious topic. We mentioned this yesterday. 
during Waddle's World, but the annual Susan G. Komen Chicago Race for the Cure will be held at Soldier Field this weekend. It will happen Saturday, so tomorrow. Uh, thousands of individuals, including family and friends, will come together to celebrate breast cancer survivors, to honor those who have passed away from the disease, and to raise critical funds that support research and critical support services for breast cancer patients, including research, financial assistance, screening, and diagnostics, and patient navigation services. For more, check them out at komen.org slash Chicago Race. That's where you can register, and also I'm sure you can donate there as well. So a wonderful cause. I'm wearing my uh, crucial catch yes, hat. This is the uh, October. You, you see these uh, on the sidelines. They have different versions of it, the, the colorful for cancer awareness, and you buy them on the NFL team stores, and all the uh, money goes to uh, cancer research. So I Great think cause. these are really cool. And, you know, it's a little bit different on uh, the team logos. This is the Bears version. Last year, I bought more of the whole tie-dye version, like how the bill underneath the bill is. This is a little more. It's a cool look. Yeah. I like it. It's a great cause. Great cause. So uh, where can so, they get that at the Bears uh, website? I, I bought this on NFL.com. Okay. Yeah, NFL.com and at the Bears, and then on the Bears team store on NFL.com. Excellent. So, uh, again, if you're interested in information, donations, or whatever the case may be, Komen.org slash Chicago Race. Uh, again, that'll be held tomorrow. Uh, an update again on the uh, Bears injury report. Just so everybody knows, Jaquan Brisker uh, did not practice today. He's questionable with an illness. Nate Davis obviously out. Justin obviously out. Terrell Smith obviously out as well. Eddie Jackson was full today. He's questionable. Dan Feeney was full today. He is questionable. And Darnell Wright was full today and doesn't even has, have a designation next to his name, so he'll be good to go. Um, I have, I have, every now and again, I get a story where I say to myself, you can't read that. So I'm going to get to Let that me, in a second. Oh, but you are going to read it. Uh, uh, no, I don't think so. I, I'll get your input on it to see whether or not. I can't read it, can I? Well, Tyler gave it to me and said, I've got a great story for it that I don't line. think you can read it. Can you pass it to me? Yeah. I'm going to just keep quiet here and hear how you respond to reading the headline. Don't read it out loud. Oh, no. Absolutely not. Did Meller read it? Uh-uh. Did you no, read he's it? Not Meller would it. say read it. Uh, Meller, no, I Meller, think Meller would say no based on previous Meller's the voice of morality set. on the show. Sometimes, and then other times, he's the voice of debauchery. But a lot of times, you're the voice of morality. When he's being Jeffrey. When he's being Jeff, he may want to read this story. This is terrible. Look. Do you believe it? It's, you're a pretty naughty guy, so like for you to naughty. say that, you know, for you, you to say that, that, that's disgusting. Well, a lot of this stuff is disgusting. Not that. When we get to Florida or Ohio after the break, part of it is random stabbings. Like, this is what we do. This is what my life has become. Finance degree. Family, four kids. I Tyler, read books. How, how, why why would you degree. even... I'm surprised that you didn't get fired by just printing that up. Printing it. Listen, I was able to get through it on the company computers. I think that's a good uh, barometer for whether or not it can be read on the air. 
I like no, wearing no, his headset. I, I'm going I'm to let you read it here I in a like second. Be but in the meantime, why don't you tell the in audience the, and me all at once? In the meantime, I don't know if it you guys... It has to do with a... No, 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 no. No, you can't dance around it. You either read it or don't read it. If you want to read it, you can read it. Then it's I mean, yours. You own it, it. Is it worse than what Howard Stern uh, suggested as yes. Mad yes. Dog's punishment? Yes. for Way worse. Yes. Yes. Uh, did you know about this story? United passengers are predicting brawls and threatening boycotts as a new boarding system is about to take I effect. I told you about this with the the way you board now. Window, it's it's uh, they have a new term for this. It's window, middle, uh, Wilma, I believe, is the new the new code for this. Wilma, that is correct. Starting Thursday. Those flying economy on United flights around the country began boarding with the new system, which sees passengers in window seats enter the aircraft first, regardless of the row they're in. Those booked in middle seats subsequently board the plane, followed by those in aisle seats. United says the system helps ease congestion of the plane's aisles and ultimately speeds up the time to take for all flyers to take their seats. The carrier previously used its Wilma boarding method up until 2017, saving, saying it saved an average of two minutes for the boarding of domestic flights. Two minutes. However, some patrons are less than impressed that the airline has brought Wilma back, with one saying they even expect brawls to break out due to limited luggage space that's in the overhead the, that's the key. lockers. So, so think about it. If you have an aisle seat, which are... Like people love the aisle seat. I, I, you're last I'm claustrophobic. Aboard. You're last aboard, right. meaning you will probably not have any room for your overhead. Now, and here's my other question. But if I'm in Economy Plus and I'm boarding with Group Two, that, I'm going to get ahead. You're of in. You're, right. So it, it's, so I will pay the premium. Right. So let me ask you this: If your wife, if you, it, it, like, let's say you're you all you have three, uh, you're you're in one row. Yeah. And and. You have three people in your family. Do you all have to board at different times? It depends on whether or not I'm having the pilot hold my kid for a picture. And then it's if that's the funny. case. Very funny. That's then an I'm going to struggle to get my, my bag on but the But let's upper. say you're all adults. Okay. Let's say uh, you're you're uh, traveling with Georgia. Okay. And Georgia's got the window. Yeah. Carl's got the middle. Yeah. You've got the aisle. Yeah. None of you have status. Okay? Yeah. Do you have to all board at separate times? Uh, yes. That's silly. And like, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. So you're you're sitting in the same row. Yeah. The, the Georgia goes on first. I, that's uh, this is the Wilma process. Hey, I'll meet you in the row. I'm trying to get the acronym real quick to be funny and give you the Fred process instead of the Wilma process. Front, rear. Excuse me. Huh? Exceptional. Right. Exceptionally drunk. If I'm in the front or the rear, or I'm exceptionally drunk. I get on first. Yes. I'm in the front. I'm in the rear of the plane, or I'm exceptionally drunk. You're I'm on first. No, I'm on first. And that's then, the Fred. That's the Fred system. Well, that's if you're front, you're first. If you're yeah. in the rear, you're second. And if you're exceptionally drunk, you're last. No, 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 no. I get on that's third. It. No, that's, no. That's uh-uh. how Wilma works. Window, aisle. It's window, middle, aisle. Well, this is different. I am reading, though. It says that families do board together. Oh, okay. That's when the brawls will take place. Wait a minute. Whoa, wait a second. Are they really going to be checking? Uh, and more importantly, how much time you're really saving here? Then they because said two minutes. But almost everybody is, is, is in so some stupid. type of 
you know, family, whether you're traveling with your, you know what I'm saying? So thrift store asks people to stop donating used and unused sex toys. Oh, really? This has been a thing? A charity-run thrift store in Wales is asking supporters to stop donating their used and unused sex toys. I like that. (laughs) Unused, too. Could Those wacky Welsh. Could those of you who kindly donate please be mindful that we are a children's charity, and as such, we have a range of ages on our wonderful volunteer team. The statement read, We therefore ask that you refrain from donating your used and used unused marital aids we would like to remind you that the branch of cctv uh has uh cctv so that these items can be traced back to their owners so thank you well let me ask you this why would why would people be donating their unused ones maybe they just didn't get around to use them maybe they thought they were going to use them and then they just they just decided against it maybe they were gifted to them right you could do, you could put like your white elephant around the holidays. Do you do the white elephant exchange? Is that the name what of the that? sex toy? I, what is the white elephant? The white elephant exchange is, so is it's a, a fun, giant white. Excuse me, trunk looks like an elephant. It, it's it's a good. It's like when you you if exchange, you hit a button, does it raise up? You exchange gifts with family members of gifts you really don't want. Oh, with your family? Water. Are you yeah. really giving sex toys to family members? Well, well, that's what I'm saying. No, the answer to your question is, is that Happy emphatic, birthday, no. Mom. Yeah, Mom. Here you go. I did not get you the batteries that go into it. That's going to be on you. It's not like, included. It's more like Merry a, Christmas. It's more like a grab bag except of stuff that you really don't want. These Unless, people, of course, you find the white elephant. right here May be interested in that. Yeah, well, they. I'd rather have them use that than what they were doing. What can we do with this to actually, like, just kind of destroy it, this story? Tyler, I give you high marks. question. Like, I give you high marks for this one. This, Where did this come from? Yeah, what, how, what did, how, did, how were well, you able find, to... That may have been New York Post. How no you, No way. How were you able to uh, print that up? How were you able to get that on your computer screen without creating a violation for good karma? I don't know. He didn't Google any of the words on it. He just probably said, Googled strange stories, and this came up. Let me see if I can track where it's from. I want Meller. Meller, I want your microphone on, and I want you to look My interest is peaked. I'm not going to lie. Waddle's handing me. Don't read it on the air. Or you could do it on your fantasy football show. (laughs) Just read it and tell me what your first response is. Don't read it out loud. Wow. You know, what was I? I was just watching a TV show. I'm sure you were. That had a reference to. What was I watching? Um, Dead serious. Like like a very similar story was ref. Oh, oh, Sylvie in the uh, movie Fair Play. You watched it. Remember, she went out. With her fellow uh, co-workers. And they... Oh, the remember? joke. Yeah, the, the joke. joke. I was like, I just... Yeah. Oh, no. I think we the could fr- work this. Yeah, the joke. The fraternity, right? Yeah. Yes, exactly. It was the See? brother. Yes. Brother, sister There's thing. different. It's different. I think this is different. Wait, I don't know. This I is think pretty... Uh, I think yeah, this is way different. This is New York Post. Wow. Oh, I think it was in Amsterdam. Of course. Red so Light Mal- District. You, you've been to Amsterdam. I have. What did you? Th- this what was is your a, first thought is, when you read that? This happened in Amsterdam. <laughs> My first thought was, I just heard this joke in a, in a movie. No, 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 I just no it was not. But it was different people involved. It, but it's very no, similar. I don't think so. It is. I it's don't think very so. Similar. I don't think so. It, no, it's I can similar. differentiate between the two. 
There's a difference between your, your brother or sister versus your mom or your dad. Am I right about that? Would you agree with that? In just general terms. <laughs> Sylvie? Yes. Thank you. There, there's no doubt Tyler? about that. Yeah. You, you, yeah. Meller, you're the only one. You, freak show in there. You're the only one that, that sees it as, you know. As what? The as, same thing. No, no, it's no, not no, the no. same thing. I think there's a very similar idea here. How about this story? Florida man games, Florida man games to pit Floridians against each other in unique events. This isn't Florida, Ohio. That's coming up in a minute. Floridians will soon have the opportunity to prove that they are the best the state has to offer in the competitive Florida man games. The Florida, Florida. man games, based on the headlines inspired Florida man meme, I don't know what that means, are scheduled to kick off February 24th in St. Augustine. Competitive events scheduled for the games include the weaponized pool noodle mud duel, the evading arrest obstacle course, yeah. the category five cash grab, the beer belly Florida sumo, and a head-to-head race called a catalytic converter, two bikes, and a handful of copper pipes. I'm in. Wow. I'm in. That Former is very American Florida. Gladiator star Dan Nitro Clark and Lori Ice Fetrick are slated to judge the competition. Team registration is open through November 15th. We have to monitor this, how this goes. Well, you think there will be another, like, story from this? No question. The Florida Man Games. They kick off February 24th. Well, why, is it, why is it only, why can only men enter? Well, well I don't know. Maybe there's, they will have Florida Women Games as well. My wife why do you said, have to? Why'd you have to go there? You just ruined it. it. My wife sent me a uh, a video that's going around um, Instagram, a reel of a bear walking uh, down the street at night of some downtown in Florida. Have you guys seen this? I have not. No. Just in the middle of like a downtown area. Was it very, Deontay Foreman? It was not. It was not a Chicago bear. Was it Tyson? It, it, it was a real animal bear. It's a Cody Whitehair. Was not no the snap was uh, perfect, so it was not Cody Whitehair. Well, so it was Lucas Patrick. No, he was walking forward, not backwards. I'm out of jokes. All right, which means it's time. Or do we have to By take the way, a break? I think this could be mani- uh, massage. Well, then you you know what? I'm, in order to you, be you, told. you do to it on your the fantasy yeah, football yeah, show. It's it seven o'clock in the morning a. on Sunday. Yeah, Miller will still bring on you a special at seven a.m. on Sunday. Sam. So wait, you're on at 7 a.m. on Sunday. Then at what time? He'll be off at 3 a.m. on on Monday. Monday. Wait, two, so two, you, two days. So you're starting at 7 a.m. on Sunday. Then what time are you on it on Sunday night? So when Peggy and Yurko wrap up around 12:30, 12:45, we'll be taking over. Pat and I will pet, pet the designer, and I will have your post post game. Are you on with us on Monday? I think we're gonna have to tap, tap out. out of that one. Why? What do you What do you mean? I mean, don't you like Should football? Should I just sleep at the uh, office? We're not handle two. Just True, stay but I have to. Stay I, have to I, have to, I have to get my kids to school at seven a.m. Monday. That's going to be the hard. Oh, right, that's well, not going to happen. I mean, you I should get happen. it pass on that one. Yeah, call an Uber. Oh, oh, oh hey, wife. Uh, just so you know, I know you have to go to work, and I usually take the mornings. But uh, this is an extenuating circumstance. Yes. Can't you manipulate the schedules? And then she also has to handle. Monday after school activities as well. Bleeding. Because you guys want me to work on Waddle and Sylvie. 
there was the scab right there that was formed in my nose that kept it from bleeding, and it just I just got it. See, out. that's far worse than the story I'm holding that, in my hand. That is hands. not yes. far worse. No, yes. it's not. You're grotesque. That's the de- booger that's the, picking. That, that's the dumbest statement you've it ever is not made at all. And that is a deep pool that you, that you just jumped in. Twitch just got a good view of that gold digging right yeah. there. Well, I can do it again. Like, am I the only guy on the planet that's ever put his finger in his nose? Really? Well, that was like an aggressive one. Right? No, it was not. It's very. You pulled fact, a scab. In you fact, no, no, no. It just came out like that. It was like a kind of a soft scab. Greeny was talking about that, about that he can't get caught picking his nose. Why? I mean, every person picks act. his nose. I've picked my nose on Twitch. Have you ever farted in public? Of course. What do you mean if I ever farted? I mean, like in not, I farted not, five minutes ago. I'm I, yes, but I mean in a, in like a social setting, not upstairs with the guys hanging around having a meeting. I'm talking about. I've crop dusted in public. That's my yes. point. Yes, it happens. Like, Things I'm, like that happen. I've crop dusted through the office. Yeah. Well, I mean that's. I mean, it's something more social, like at a through a bar, or through a restaurant, or at a restaurant with yeah. friends, yes. or yes. Like his nickname used to be Dusty, actually, yes. back in the yes. day. I could see you sitting at the pub in one of the, the, the you know the tables for four and just casually in a conversation leaning over and lifting one of your legs. No, you have to not be, even thinking about it, just doing it. You have to just it's gotta be like a quick drive by because then when you're gone yeah. is when it, it settles in and then you're way gone then. And everyone's like, Whoa, what what was that? And they're looking around and you're long gone. Meller, I have some uh, homework for you. Take that home. Show it to your wife and sure. ask her opinion on whether or not it's something that you, she can read or you could read on the air. Okay? Okay. And I want to see if your, your opinion changes. All right, we got a break. When we come back, something even more strange. That's next. Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Chicago ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Get ready to play the game that's sweeping the nation. Public drunkenness. Exotic animals. Dumb criminals. Random stabbings. Or maybe just some good old-fashioned debauchery. Everything's on the table. It's the Sunshine State versus the Buckeye State as we play Florida or Ohio. And as always, listeners, feel free to play along at home. Florida, Ohio is brought to you by... Oh, jeez, man. <laughs> right on top of it. Yeah. 19 Crimes Wine. 19 Crimes is unapologetic by nature, disruptive by design, and they believe obedience gets you nowhere. Check out the wine aisle and start to find the rules with 19 Crimes today. That's why I ignored the clock last break. Obedience gets you nowhere. That's right. What do you got, Tyler? Man hits another man in the face with a hatchet over spilled beer. What? That's one of those bars where you're throwing hatchets, right? Or did a guy just bring a hatchet to a bar? Uh, like, that's one of those... Have you ever seen the bars where you throw, yeah, yeah, like, the, hatchet the throwing? axe throwing. I yeah. don't understand why you would have one of those places where that alcohol is served. That seems like served. a bad idea. Yeah, alcohol, yeah. Mm-hmm. overserved, and hatchet. Yes, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're relying a lot on good behavior. Correct. So you've never been axe throwing, then? I have not.